You're listening to St. Pius X Catholic Church in Lafayette, Louisiana. Thank you for joining us. This weekend we celebrate Christ the King, Jesus King of the universe, and we celebrate it at the end of our liturgical season. It's a kind of a combination of our New Year's Eve party, so to speak, the end of the year, uh, looking back, but also celebrating it in the sense of what we have to look forward to ahead in the next year. And so we gather this evening celebrating Christ as our King and our reflection upon that kingship, uh, as well as our response to it, as well as our response, because really the most important thing is what is our response. In our first reading tonight from the book of Samuel, that is what is described is a seminal point in Jewish history. Because what had happened, and I can't go through all of the Old Testament in one homily, but what had happened is after they entered the promised land, God gave the Israelites judges. So y'all should all be familiar with the book of Judges. So God gave them judges as a sense of structure, but it didn't work for the Israelites because they had all these people around them who would conquer them, try to conquer them. They never had peace at their side. What they needed was a king, an earthly king. Get rid of all these judges. Give us a king. Give us someone who will rule. And so first king was Saul. And that didn't work out too well. Didn't work out too well. Saul disobeyed God and found his favor with him. So as you all know, David was anointed king, the son of Jesse, Bethlehem, and he comes forward. And this is the culmination of the reunification of Israel under the kingship of David. And so it's a high mark in the history of the Israelites, but it's also foreshadowing and a prefiguring of what we would experience in Jesus. So in our second reading tonight, we hear Jesus described, and Paul doesn't make any bones about it. Jesus is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation, for in him were created all things in heaven and on earth. It's Jesus' divinity, huh? We have similar words, similar words in our creed when we describe both Jesus' humanity and his divinity. But Jesus' divinity, God himself coming, coming to save us, putting everything back together again, establishing his kingdom of the house of David. The problem for us problem for us is what that kingdom looks like, is what's in our gospel reading tonight. It's in our gospel reading tonight. It'd be kind of an odd thing if you think about it, you know, that when we're going to celebrate Christ as our king, all the glory, all the accolades, and our gospel reading is Jesus hanging on the cross, getting ready to die, still loving, still loving those around him. What we're called to do, what our mission is in this life. So we see the Paschal mystery right there in this gospel reading. Jesus dying on the cross, but giving life, giving life when he promises the repentant thief that he will be with him that day in paradise. And the problem 
the reason why it's a problem for us is that's hard. It's hard for us to give up our lives. It's hard for us to have the humility to let Jesus actually fully, completely reign in our hearts and thus in our lives. It's a narrow gate. It's a narrow gate. So as we celebrate today that promise of salvation, that beautiful paradise, the hope that we have, and we pray that our faith believes in what we hope and truly believes in it, then we are given the grace that we need to fulfill the mission that we have on earth, which is a mixed bag for most of us. Some live charmed lives, sure, uh, but all of us probably, probably pretty much, you know, we have our ups and our downs. We have our mission, most importantly, mother, father, deacon, priest, single person, whatever it may be. The thing is we live in it in Christ and we remain with him through it all, even though at times it's quite difficult to not only live the life, but to give ourselves over to Christ to truly make him our king. And that celebration is that God loved us enough to come and to give us that avenue of kingship because no matter what happens in the world, no matter how we live our lives in the sense of the circumstances around us that are outside our control, no matter what, nothing can take that hope away. Nothing. It is a kingship that will endure forever. David, the person, his kingship lasted a while, but it eventually ended with the Babylonian captivity and the temple being destroyed. Christ's kingship will never end just as it was prophesied. We'll always be there with us. And so we celebrate Christ as our king and we look forward to Advent where we can renew, we hope, and strengthen the faith that we have, the relationship we have in Christ, the glory of the incarnation, the love that God has shown us, and then we sharpen our response to that love. How are we, how are we going to be able to live a life in Christ in response to the love that's already been shown to us. This week is Thanksgiving. Usually, usually, this weekend that we celebrate as Christ the King falls the Sunday after Thanksgiving. This year, it just so happens to fall the Sunday before. So as we move into our Thanksgiving mode, we should have gratitude to God for all that he's given to each and every one of us because that gratitude is the entry point, is the entry point of our love for him because if we notice the things that he's given to us that we haven't really earned ourselves, including our lives where we're born, go through everything, then we can maybe establish a semblance of trust that God is really looking out for our best interest. We're able to have a relationship with him and that following the path of the cross, following our mission, that we need not be afraid. So this week, as we move through the, hopefully, as for you guys, a holiday, I get a quasi-holiday, but a holiday nonetheless, and we can maybe take stock of the great things that God has done for each and every one of us, and maybe look at that as a prompting of God to trust him and to grow throughout the Advent season. Our Mass on Thursday will be at 9 a.m., uh, so I'd love everybody who can come uh, to come. Uh, we will uh, have it. Also, Mass on Friday morning, it will not be at 0 dark 30. 
Although I don't know that a whole lot of folks that come to the 5 p.m. evening mass would be as interested in the oh dark 30, but it's 7.30 on Friday. Just remember, it's our holiday schedule. All the other mass schedules stay the same. So 9 a.m. Thanksgiving, 7.30 on Black Friday. That's Black Friday, right? Yeah, Black Friday. Yeah, you guys celebrate that. I just try to turn off the computer so I don't get so many emails with advertisements. Black Friday, and then we'll hit the ground running for uh, the first Sunday of Advent, preparing for Christmas, our new year. Our new year is the preparation to receive the greatest gift of all, and we begin celebrating Christmas Day. And so next weekend on that first Sunday of Advent, just a note for uh, all of you who are interested, we will be blessing Advent wreaths at all the Masses. Just come to your regular Mass, and the ushers will be here uh, to, uh, to help put them around the sanctuary probably more or less around the Advent wreath we usually have. And we'll bless all the family Advent wreaths and then you can pick them up after Mass and take them home. Uh, and then a reminder to our ministers, our lectors, and our Eucharistic ministers that we will have their commissioning and blessing at the end of the homily as we do every year. It's kind of nice to be able to do all these things again uh, without the uh, cloud of the pandemic or anything else hanging over us. And so let's enjoy uh, the beginning of this season. Let's put our heads down and look at Christ and the love that he has for us, God himself coming to save us. Let's make sure we open our hearts to follow him more closely, to love him more deeply. Let's make sure we take advantage of the Advent season so we can have a real Christmas, so we can have a real Christmas and growing closer to Christ. Celebrate the Christmas season in all its glory because God wants to glory in us. See, that's the dirty little secret. We think we're working hard. He's working harder to bring us to where we need to be in order to be truly happy. Let's make sure we take advantage of that, celebrate the best Christmas of all.